Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Hi everyone, you are listening to our new podcast, The Single Life of Us, with me, Nellie Thomas, and me, Kate Mulholland. This podcast is recorded in the pod bar, and it is recorded on Wurundjeri land. And we would like to pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and we would like to acknowledge the original tellers of stories in this country of ours. It's a long tradition, 60,000 years. We would also like to let you know that there could be some language. There could be. There will be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there'll be some swearing. I mean, less than the swearing, which probably doesn't matter so much for children, there may be talk that you don't want the children to hear. Oh, there's 100% talk you don't want the children to hear. And if you're offended by swearing, you really should fuck off now. Yeah, yeah, you've got to go. Off your fucks. (laughs) It's like this. (laughs) There's a lot more content that's going to upset you. This podcast has the E for explicit. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the podcast. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Hello, Nellie Thomas. Hello, Kate, Kate Persephone Mulholland. <laughs> for, people, Persephone. for people who haven't listened before, Kate doesn't have a middle name and I, I like to give her a new mm. one every now and mm. then. Well, I actually said to my mother the other day, she was visiting, she lives oh, about 45 minutes away and she comes during winter because she gets cold and lonely. Oh. And so she comes for a couple of nights a week. And I said, you know, why don't I have a middle name? She said, well, I just always thought you'd give yourself one. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Like, okay, yeah. Well, Jeez. probably not at 50. That is very interesting. Isn't That's that quite a, radical yeah. for the early 70s. Yeah. She just thought, well, you can choose your own. Do you know my middle name? No. No. Nellie. So Nellie's not your actual name. No. No, no, no. So it's Janelle. Janelle. Usually Janelle or Eleanor for Nellie. I'm Janelle because yes. I'm a bogan from WA in <laughs> yeah, the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually named from a death notice. Thanks, Dad. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful name. Well, Janelle Marie. Janelle Marie. Yeah. I was thinking maybe a Louise, but with a okay. double E. M A R or M A M A R double E. Yeah. And who's Marie? No idea. No I think it was from the Death Notice. <laughs> the yeah. whole name. I think so. R I P. Janelle Marie. Whoever well, you were. Yeah. At least her name lives on. It's sort of nice. <laughs> Look, I'm just glad I wasn't Petrina. No Pat- offense, but that's what Patrina. I was going to be. Yeah. 
I'm glad too. And then I would have been PT, have been, yeah, my initials. Yeah, you would have been Pat. Oh, Pat. I'm not a <laughs> You're Pat. You're not a Pat. Bless your Pats, but no, I'm not a no. Pat. No, no, I think you wouldn't have. You'd have to change it. You're not a Pat. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the stage, comedian Pat. <laughs> It's too short. You can pat my <laughs> Hey, we were on the telly. We were on the telly. A couple of times. Did anyone see us on the telly? I know you did because you sent messages. So what were the shows? We did Weekend Today. We did. And then we... On Channel nine. 9. And then we did Channel 7. The Morning Show. The Morning Show. And look, both fun, but... Yeah. Um, Larry loved the bins, so yeah. we had a bit more bands. Larry had more bands. Larry Emder on the Larry Emder on Channel Seven. Yeah, so yep. the um, the podcast is, um, shall we say, hitting a core audience, yeah. hitting a nerve, yeah. whatever it is. Um, yeah, we're just going with the flow. We are going <laughs> with this flow and just sort of riding. Yeah, I don't know. What are we doing? Well, we we're recording and we're yeah. going to continue recording because you're listening. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we just keep going. <laughs> that's literally what we're doing. Yeah. But we're also getting the most amazing listeners and such good feedback. Yes, yeah, such such good feedback. Yeah. And thank you because you know I was saying to someone, this doesn't happen to women in their fifties. Yeah, <laughs> like really. Yeah. You know, or podcasters. No. Yeah. Neither. Yeah. So there's something magic happening. Something so, magic. Yeah. Yeah. And what's been happening in life? How have, how have you been? I have been very well, actually. I feel like my sexy husky voice is leaving a bit, which I'm a bit sad about. Now I've got it. Yes. Yeah, because I've been sick you. as a bloody pig. Yeah. I don't think you gave it to me. I think it's the Petri dish known as school. Yeah, I know. Everyone getting something. Oh, but I know. I feel like my voice has dropped an octave. Yeah. So yeah. I... I think I think mine might be going back, which is a shame because I really liked it. That's all right. You already had <laughs> it's a nice It's still a little voice. bit there. still yeah. a little bit husky. But, um, yes, we've come off school holidays. Yeah. You know, our my boys had three weeks. So, actually, it was lovely. Yeah. We had a really nice time together, you hung know. Out. Yeah, yeah, we hung out. We had good holidays. They went to the movies. You know, I felt like, I don't know, things are getting normal, if that yes. makes sense. Things like, are settling. Things are settling. Yeah. We know our place in the house and where we are. Yeah, mm. just... It feels, yeah, feels right. Like you're finding a new normal. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's an interesting point actually because, mm. and it takes different people different amounts mm. of time, mm. but there is a period of being profoundly unsettled mm. for everybody mm. and you can't yeah. really get around that no. after separation, especially yeah. if you've got kids. Yeah. You know, what What nights are you at this house or, you know, where do we sit on the couch? Or yeah, that's right. Mum used to sit there or dad yeah. cooked that thing. Yeah. And then there's a period which you go, oh, actually everyone's all right. Yeah. Or everyone, like everyone's found a new kind of normal. Yeah. And you can't rush that. No. But it's nice when you hit it. Yeah. And I think that's where we've sort of are. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice. Nice. And yeah, it's good. And, and one of my kids is overseas, so that's also good. <laughs> Less people in the house. <laughs> yes, and on a what an adventure! Yeah, she's going Can you all through Europe. Being I know. Twenty-one and I spending know. five weeks in Europe. I'm so bloody glad she's done it Isn't after COVID amazing? and everything else. So yeah. yeah, yeah, she's having a great time and not missing us at all, as she shouldn't. No, that's mm. right. Mm. Um, actually, just picking up quickly on that thing. So everyone knows I love, love, love the Savage Love Cast mm, um, mm, mm. with Dan Savage, another podcast. And he was talking this week in, in one of his episodes and he said it before. Someone rang him basically saying, I'm completely broken hearted. Like mm. I'm so devastated. You know, mm. I can't eat. I'm mm. going to, you know, mm. vomit. Mm. I'm just, you know, that mm. real mm. physical mm. pain. Mm. Um, and he said in a very nice way, but I'm just paraphrasing, look around you. Like go to a shopping centre, look around you. Everyone you see has been broken hearted. Mm. They're not dead. Wow. 
And I thought, that's actually really, yeah. you know, sit in a cafe. Yeah. The, 99% of those people yeah. have been where you are yeah. at some point. And they could have been 15. Yes. They could have been 75. Yep. They have recovered. It feels yeah. like you won't. Yes. But they have. Oh, that's really powerful. And I thought, I like that. Yeah. I like I it. I like it Taking too. Taking it. Yep. <laughs> Just say, I heard that on Single Life of Us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of, we've got some fabulous listener calls. Um, our first one is from Sonia. Morning, Nellie and Kate. I was just watching the Today Show and I saw you talking about your podcast. Oh. Looks fabulous. I have now, um, I've follow, I'm following it and I can't wait to hear all the episodes. Oh. I'm 54 and I've been single for five years. Marriage exploded and I have many, many crazy dating experiences Ooh. that are hilarious. Send them I'm in. Sure yep. A lot of listeners out there do too. So can't wait to start listening to all the podcasts. Bye. Oh, thanks, Sonia. Thank you. Short and sweet. Yeah. Saw us on the telly. Yeah. Decided to get up. on board. But I, my first question is exploded is an interesting exploded description of a marriage ending. I don't know if you want to share what happened, Sonia, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it if yeah. you're comfortable telling us. Yeah. And, and the dating stories. The dating let us stories. know. Let us know. We'd like another um, speak pipe from you, please, yes. Sonia. <laughs> All right. And now Trudy. Hi, Nellie and Kate. It's Hi. Trudy here. I've just started listening to your podcast. Hi, I love it. I'm 55 and um, currently single. I've had several um, relationships that haven't worked but, I also believe that they've been successful. They've yes. made me who I am. Mm. Yes. Got three fabulous children mm. and I would love some help to mm. get dating. Okay. So I'm going to um, see if you girls can help me oh, yeah. on some of those dating apps. Mm. So I'll send some info. Keep on doing the good stuff. Love it. Ah, oh, thank you, Trudy. And yeah. we are here for it. We are. Yeah. Look, I told, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Nothing more I love doing than giving advice about a topic I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> Having never been on a dating app, I'm your gal. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to say, because we're getting a lot more requests for, mm. I could be a full-time dating app writer yeah, yeah. at the moment, which I'm more than happy to do, but you do actually have to send me some information. Yes, <laughs> like yes. Some of you are sending, oh, hi, my name's Trudy, I'm 54 and I want to be on a dating app. That's yeah, not no. enough to work with, right? Look, we can make shit up, but it yeah. might not work. <laughs> <laughs> Write me bio, send me a couple of pictures, and then I will zhuzh it up for you. But thank you, Trudy. So glad you're listening. And um, if we are the impetus for you to yeah. get back in the game, we're bloody thrilled. Yep, we really are. All right, Kay, what have you got to say? Hello, you moles. Uh, <laughs> I live in Melbourne. And I am also very, very good at relationships. I'm so good, in fact, that I've been married three times. Oh, so you're very good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> After my last marriage ended disastrously, I was left broken, oh. heartbroken. I couldn't move because of the grief oh, some okay. days. Mm. But I decided that what I really wanted to do was something I'd never done before and that was have some sexual adventures Ooh. in what I lovingly call my slut phase. For a little while, and then pandemic hit, um, and so I found myself in friends COVID. with benefits, according yeah. to pandemic rules. Yes, we were nice. intimate partners. Yes, mm. this man was gorgeous, gorgeous to look at, gorgeous on the inside. The sex was fucking amazing, okay. and I ended it because I caught feelings, and I did mm. not want to be heartbroken again. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Unbeknownst to me, for the next two years, he had feelings for me <gasps> as well. But we oh, this is going to be a happy ending. And then about five months ago, he messaged me. He didn't. And we are now together. Oh. Been for a few months now. Love each other oh, very much. Oh. And, you know, as much as we feel that there's no good men out there, Maybe it's because the good men, quite often, they're not always on the apps. Yes. Mm. I meet a lot of men in my profession. I'm a gardener. Um, I meet them at the tip. I meet them in the bunnies. (laughs) You would. I I meet them on jobs. There's a lot of 50-year-old, wrinkly, soft-bodied men out there who are gorgeous. Yeah. Who are shy, like me. Yeah. Yeah. you know, and once I started rocking my own thick body and yeah. being comfortable with myself inside after being single, I found love. Oh, Corny, but I did. I love Okay. It. Look, I second the tip because I probably went <laughs> once every three weeks with work. I've had the best chats there. Best chats. <laughs> I just love the idea. So I listened to this podcast called Single Love Us and these women said, go to the tip. There'll be a cube of women. <laughs> Oh, yep. No, I've had great banter at the tip. And Look, also I'm a good backwards driver. So when I back yeah. that truck in, yeah. get a little bit of respect. Yeah, you're a snow bunny. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, go Look, to tip. There's Stinks. something to be said for going to a target-rich environment. There is. Right? Bunnings and also. There are men mm. at Bunnings. There are. There are men at the tip. Lesbians at those places <laughs> too, a lot if of that's your, uh, yeah, market. There I don't are know. men on... Hiking groups? Yes. Like where do you find the dudes? Yeah. I actually think like Kay, I mean, even though we're joking about it, there's some truth in what she's yeah, saying. I think she's right. Because I think we do keep hearing about this um, sort of lack of straight middle-aged men on the dating apps, on the dating apps mm. unless they're being, you know, sometimes, not always, sometimes sort of sleazy or whatever. yeah. yeah. But maybe those guys aren't on the apps. Maybe they're not. They're maybe too busy building decks and stuff. You've got to find, you know, <laughs> you've got to find them in the power tool yeah, section. Yeah, go down the tool aisle. But like, in all and maybe ask though, them a question because, in my experience, they do like to give a bit of advice. All right. So this was going to be my question: mm. like, how do you? Because if I was listening, and particularly if I was shy, which Kate mm. said she is. Mm. How do you go up to a guy at Bunnings and go, can I have your number? No, you don't. You just be like. So what do you do? Oh, look, I was trying to decide between the Ryobi and the, I don't know, another brand. Um, You know, what do you think? And they'll be like, oh, listen, love. And then we started chatting. You started talking like a stupid teenage (laughs) girl thing. Oh, well, I'm trying to, because I I was trying to think of the other name for a Ryobi. (laughs) But I think you can ask a question. Yeah, you can. You Hmm. can. You can ask a question. Which sandpaper sounds better? Can you help me with this? Yeah. Or if, if you if they look like they know what they're doing, or maybe you can offer to help them. Yeah, maybe you can. If you've got mad skills, yeah, I yeah. don't, but you might. Yeah, yeah. Paint colors. I'm good at choosing paint, paint colors. colors. Nice. Yep. You know. So what do you do? You look for the you look for the wedding ring, or the absence of. Definitely the absence of. But sometimes tradies don't wear wedding rings. You just have to take a punt. You just have to have a go. Because if they're cockheads, they'll yeah. flirt with you anyway. Yeah. And then you can rule it out once you know they're married. Then you can work out the sitch. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I love about Kay, so she's talking about friends with benefits, so FWB, mm-hmm. if you see that right. on the dating FWB, apps. friends FWB, with benefits. FWB, yep. That basically means your friends that have sex. Yeah. So there's no expectations that you won't have sex with anyone else, that you'll be in a relationship, yep. whatever, but you're friendly. Yep. Um, but in a sexual relationship. 
But she used a phrase, I quoted Dan Savage before, that I think he coined, which is I caught feelings. And I think that would happen to me, if I'm honest. I think it happens to lots of people. Yeah. What do you think about the fact that she went, I've caught feelings, I'm out? I really back it because Mm. I think your heart would say, I'm going to try and stay and make him catch feelings too. And so you were, that's a big move. Yeah. And worked out in the end. Yes. She didn't, you know, it's, but yeah. Do you think think Kay should have said to him, look, I've caught feelings, so I'm out, in case he also went, but I've caught feelings. But she said she just didn't want to be heartbroken again. So maybe she she wasn't in the right spot. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like two years later or however long she said it was. yeah. She's in the right place. So she did it all right. She did it all right. Great job, Kay. Five stars, bravo. Gold star, gold mole sticker. Oh, and keep us informed. Yeah, I'm interested. And if anyone meets someone at the tip, God, yeah, please let us know. (laughs) Yes, me. Yes, me. What have you got? I have got. This is a meme that. I think probably only really matters if you really know me really well. So sorry for those of you who don't. But I have listened to this song every day for probably four years. It's my top Spotify and it's Landslide. Mm. I don't mind Fleetwood Mac or The Chicks. Yep. Um, everyone who knows me know the I love Landslide it. The Landslide took you down. Yep. yep. And this meme says. God, that's a divorce song. It is. Mm. One day you're a child. And then one day the lyrics to Landslide make sense and you're crying in a car wash. Laughed <laughs> <laughs> so much. <laughs> and children get older and I'm getting older too. But it's, I know. I took this love and I took it down. It's so oh, true. It's so true. But even when I was in a relationship, that song made me oh, cry. Same. It's just, you it's know a what? It's powerful like, song. It's like Joni Mitchell's, the. Um, not the circle of life that, um, oh, it'll come to me later, but there's, she's got a similar song. Yeah, and you're like, oh, my God. It's like reflecting this one on has the got years me. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, and Adele's got, isn't it, I felt old and it made me reckless? Yeah, And I'm like, yeah, yes. Yes, I'm getting old. It yes. makes me reckless. Yes. Yep. So anyway, I loved that meme. Yeah. Any landslide memes, you chuck them my way because I yeah. live for that song. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful song. It is Absolutely a beautiful, beautiful song. I've got two. I'm going to start with the serious one and mm-hmm. then do the funny one. Mm. This is advice that was actually given to me many years ago by a teacher. Wow. Which, you know, bravo to that teacher. Mm-hmm. It's a variation on that. But mm. this is by Carl Friedman. Mm. He said, don't take criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from. Wow. So the advice I had from my teacher was don't seek respect from people that you don't respect. Yeah. Wow, and if you can do that. always stayed with me. Yeah. that's You've got to sit with that for a bit, but if you can do it. You know when you have that moment, it could be in your teens, 20s, mm, 30s, 40s, mm, 50s, whatever, mm. where you sit there and there'll be a cousin, yeah. a teacher, an mm, authority mm. figure, a someone that you're supposed to yep. listen to. You yep. sit there and you think, I'm working really hard to please this person so they think I'm a good girl. Yeah. And I don't even like them. Yep. Oh, definitely. They don't like me. Yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. They don't approve of my life. No. I don't approve of theirs. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah, call it quits. Call oh, it quits. Yeah, yeah, that's really powerful. I like it. But why do I care what they think of and my I've divorce had a lot of that or whatever? Lately, yes. criticism from people I wouldn't take advice from. That's why I put it in. Yeah, thank you. It's speaking to me a lot. So, And I'm not. Because it's fine. Like, say whatever you want to say. People are going to do that. Yes. Right? But in this situation of being, you know, having made decisions to leave relationships Mm, and whatever mm, else mm, we're doing, mm. people are going to have their opinion. Yes. 
And I think it's important to sit back before you get hurt mm. and scramble mm. and give it head miles, as mm. you would say. Mm. Sit back and go, would I take advice? Like, do I respect you? Yeah, that's right. Do I want that advice from you? Yeah. Do you live your life yeah. in a way that I respect? Yeah. If you do, yeah. then perhaps I better sit back and listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sometimes... Sometimes criticism I'm getting is really it wrong. valid and yep. you're telling you're being right, but sometimes it's not. And then other times you just go, What? This no. is all your shit, man. Yeah, mate. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of other people's shit when relationships break up. Oh man. A lot so of much. projected stuff. So, so so much. Yeah, how about you go to therapy and leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Now my other one's a tweet, um, and it's by Rachel, who is at female redhead, and she says <laughs> Now, I say preface this by saying, reminding you both that Kate and I have neurodivergent children. Yes, we do. Um, we are both very, um, I hope, beloved members of that oh, community. Me too. And yeah, definitely. Invested in that yes, community. The best people in the world are in that community. And Rachel yeah. says, every admirer is a secret admirer if you're unable to pick up on social cues. <laughs> My God, when I think of my beautiful child yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and her experience of social situations, if and when she's ever dating, this will be her experience. Oh, like, she, And I've got friends like this where mm. I have to go, you know they were flirting with you. Yeah. What? I'm like, what did they have to do? Like actually walk up and say, can I have sex with you now? Yeah. Like that person couldn't have flirted with you anymore and they're completely oblivious, completely oblivious. I know. And not all, but there's a lot of that in their neurodivergent communities. Not all. My beautiful friend Rachel, she is stunning, tall, thin. Oh, she's a good looking lady. Yeah, she's a good looking lady. Always has been. Guys come up to her when we're at concerts or festivals and she's like, they're nice. I'm like, Rachel, <laughs> they want in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Completely oblivious. It's so cute. They were 10 minutes away from a proposal, yeah, Rachel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, we were just talking just, about bunnies. Yeah, she's like, I just was saying how much the drummer was in. I'm like, no, they don't care what you're saying. <laughs> but I love that. It's like you have no idea that you've got any admirers. You no. could have like 10 people <laughs> yeah, chasing that's you. Right. But if you're not picking up on those cues, you go, wasn't he a nice bloke? Wasn't he friendly? (laughs) That's Rachel. Actually, one of the things, speaking of, there's a show that is, you know, quite controversial actually called Mm. Love on the Spectrum. Yes, it is. And we won't get into that now. Um, But one of the things I love about it, it's it's profiles people dating who are autistic, ADHD, neurodivergent in some way. One of the things I do love about it is that the people in that community who are profiled spell out consent Mm. so clearly and beautifully Mm. because they do not take for granted the social cues. Yes. To the point where like, um, would you like to hold my hand? Yes. Uh, Do you hug? Yes. Can I kiss you on the cheek? Yes. Um, Am I your boyfriend now? Yes. This kind of, and this is the stuff actually that we should be teaching teenagers. Do not assume. No, do not assume. Like it's actually really good to see adults. Being mm. able to articulate that yeah. stuff really clearly. Oh, yeah. Really good. Save anyway. us from a whole lot of problems if we, you know. Wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Bright and shiny. What's your bright and shiny for the oh, week? I am beyond proud. I've been busting to tell everybody this story. Oh, do I know? I think you know, but maybe you don't. I don't know. Anyway, I walked past the washing machine and it was just beeping and mm. it's like error 37 and I was like, no. Hang on, backtrack. Yeah. Given how many children you've got, yeah. how many loads of washing would you do in a week? Oh, 
I don't know, 14. Wow. Yeah. So like two or more a day. Oh, yeah, easy. I do a load every single morning. Yep. 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 I mean, you just got to, the bedding, you know? Yeah, bedding, socks, undies, school uniforms. Constant dogs jumping on. So it's working hard. Oh, it's a a hard working washing machine. So, and I'd, I had like sorted all the piles, you know, whites. I was like, no, not today, because I actually had time to do it. And it was an okay drying day, which it hasn't been in Melbourne. Anyway, boring. But I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to fucking work this out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) The way you just said that, it's like you just leaned in. You're like you had an OnlyFans account. Yeah. yeah. You got a washing machine? (laughs) I'm going to work it out. Anyway, I did work it out. I pulled a little thing off the front. I watched a YouTube video. Um, One of my sons, the pseudonym of Buzz, was with me and he's like, I think you should be ringing someone. You should be ringing dad. (laughs) I said, I'm not ringing dad. (laughs) He's like, why? I said, I'm just not. Get out of my way. Anyway, but he sort of hovered. And then, yep, it's like put a small flat, because it's right on the ground, put a small flat bowl. I'm like, there are no flat bowls. Anyway, Opened it, water just pissed, pissed everywhere. Out. So yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. flat bowl catching that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, pulled it apart. It had a little packet, a lolly packet stuck uh, in stuck it. Stuck in the filter. Some hair. Yeah. Put it back in, did it up, worked. Purring. I I can't even tell oh. you how proud I was. Thank you. Thank Standing you. ovation. You. And Standing previous ovation. Kate would have just left that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And waited for the penis to come home. Yeah. <laughs> but or I called didn't. someone oh, yeah. or whatever. I was like, I think I can do it. Look, I think I don't want to pick a favourite listener, but I feel like Jay has changed yeah. mm. the cultural landscape yeah. of all I went the on the YouTubes. You went on the YouTubes. I've yep. done it with other things yeah. as well and gone before. Yeah. I get in a panic, in yes. a flap. Yes. And freak out. Yes. I'm going to at least see if I can fix yeah. this. And I would have, in the past, I definitely wouldn't have. And now the washing machine's still going and all the washing got done. I am very ashamed to say in the past that I remember a similar thing happening with a dryer. And I bought a new dryer. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm really ashamed to say that because it's yeah. terrible, like on environmental <laughs> level, and I feel stupid. Yeah, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe it but, was an easy fix. Well, I just didn't have the mental no. capacity or oh. confidence. Yeah, yeah. To tackle it. No, I probably wouldn't have tackled it eight months ago either. Yeah, but I was well like, done. You know I'm doing this, and I did it. I absolutely love it. Thanks. Yeah, I'm very proud. Love. I would be proud as punch. I am. I just want to tell randoms. Hey, guess what? <laughs> you just did. <laughs> Thanks. Many yeah. thousands of thank them you, thank are you. applauding you <laughs> as they listen in the bath or wherever. So many people seem to listen to us in the bath, yeah, which I'm kind of happy with. Yeah, it's a little bit of self-care. Yeah, because I yeah. love a bath. Yeah, yeah. I'm stealing my bright and shiny yep. Yep. Um, from a listener. Yep, good. Um, because she sent us this email and I just love it. So yep. a bright and shiny from just after my divorce. My husband refused to drive the Gibb River Road in the Kimberley. Do you know the Kimberley? I do. So for overseas listeners, the Kimberleys are the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful parts of Australia, Mm. top of Western Australia, basically hot, 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 you know, quite Mm. remote, Mm. beautiful. Mm. Mm. Um, My husband refused to drive the Gibb River Road in the Kimberley with our kids to a Waifs and John Williamson concert. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) The next year I hotted up a new four-wheel drive for the Gibb River Challenge and joined a team, five and seven-year-olds in tow, and rode a bike along the Gibb. Unbelievable. The night before I got some last-minute supplies and the guy at the bike shop said, is that your car? I nodded. Are you spoken for? No, proudly single. You won't be for long, he says. That car will pull all the guys. (laughs) (laughs) I was the only rider that didn't have a support person to look after Uh. their kids. 
It made me realise I had this single parent thing. You sure did. How great is that? It reminded me of your snow bunny thing. Yeah. With the guy going, you are snow bunny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your car looks the biz now. But how good is that? Like, and how many times do we hear that as well, Mm. where an ex-partner of whatever gender has gone, Mm. we can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. And then you can and and you bloody do. Fuck that. (laughs) Not only am I going to do it, I'm hotting up my car. Yeah. I'm going to do the whole, we're going to go to the concert. I'm taking the kids. <laughs> How great is it? It's great. That's a really good, bright and shiny. Send them in. I love them. Oh, send them in. Especially, I reckon, I love when you hear where someone will kind of go, I've always, always wanted to go and bike ride around Vietnam. Yeah. And she said, it's going to be too hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and then they like, do it. Guess what I just did? Yeah. I bike rode around Vietnam. And it wasn't too hot. And it wasn't yeah, too yeah, hot and I loved yeah, it. Like, yeah. I love it. Yeah, me too. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Swipe right. Now, before we get into swipe right, I just want to say I've had a little bit of criticism because of my not love of fishermen. Okay? Oh, dear. So I just want to make it really clear that I have been a vegetarian for a long part of my life. Yes. I do occasionally eat chicken and fish. I'm a massive hypocrite because I would not kill a chicken to eat that chicken. Mm. Right? I wouldn't. So I... Fully accept my foibles and falling failings, but I and I have friends that are hunters, and I have friends that love eating meat twenty seven times a day. You no. go, you do you. Yeah. We're just talking about what we don't like. Yeah, but also resonates quite strongly with a lot of other women. It resonates that they a lot. don't like the hunting. So it's not it's not. A, I don't mind the hunter. Mm. I just that wouldn't be something I'd swipe on. Well, and can I say, I think there's a really big difference because I'm a full meat eater. I grew Mm. up in country. I was on the farm a lot. Mm. I could kill a chicken. Mm. I have Mm. killed animals. Mm. I have absolutely no issue with meat eaters. I have no problem with ethical hunting. Mm. We're talking about putting a picture of yourself Mm. with a dead animal in a dating profile as though that's attractive. That's the most important thing about you. Like that is a very different thing. And the masses are speaking. The people have said we don't like it. Heaps of women just don't like it. doesn't mean that they won't like you because you do that occasionally, but maybe just not your main picture. If I started dating someone and then they went, oh, you know, I fish or I deer hunt or whatever, fine. Yeah, good. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I don't, that wouldn't draw me in. In the no. same way that if someone puts live, laugh, love. Yeah. I mean, if oh. I come over your house and you've got that there, I'm not going to say you dropped. But I'm if, thinking it, but I'm not going to say it. But if it's in your profile, that's yeah. just not my vibe. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. all. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so yes. we've got a listener letter mm-hmm. on how to choose a dating app. Would you Ooh, like to read it out? I would like to read it out. Hi. Thank you so much for your podcast, although it reinforces to me how unfortunate it is that I'm only attracted to blokes. (laughs) I'm sorry about that. Sorry. I'm 56, separated a couple of years ago, and like you, still friends with my ex slash baby daddy. I love baby daddy. It's my favourite thing. I went on RSVP for a bit, and the only interest I received was from men whose preferred age range was 18 to 80. Wow. Okay. That's a big range. That's a big range. I'm I'm betting they're not picking many of the 79-year-olds. Worse, most of the blokes seemed sleazy and or unfunny. It mm. honestly had the whiff of a dollar store or a RSL gaming room. <laughs> I love an RSL <laughs> meal, but, but probably I, not know, a gaming yeah. room. Yeah, I can't stomach trying dating sites like Silver Singles oh, yeah. or worse, Elite Singles. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Old rich single people, apply here. My other issues is photos. I don't have them, don't take them and really don't curate my image at all. 
I don't want to put makeup on for a photo when the only time I ever wear it is Halloween. So help. Can you help me navigate the world of online dating? Also, a public service announcement. You might want to tell your listeners about vaginal atrophy. <laughs> Didn't realise it was a thing until yesterday and it has spurred me into action. <laughs> when I first read that, I thought, well, I'd say vaginal. Vaginal okay. atrophy. Mm. I thought, oh, she's joking. But now reading that, I'm going, maybe it's a thing. No, it is a thing. But how can your vagina atrophy? Well, because once you've gone through menopause. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Listen right. warning. Yeah. Okay. You can put me on three times speed if you want. Um, your vagina dries out and it gets really small. You need to have progesterone cream or something in there to It shrinks. It it goes back like I had a friend, yeah, okay, in TMI, went for a pap smear, couldn't fit the thing in. Wow. Had to go down to Peds and get the pediatric one. And she was like, oh, right. I don't want to laugh, but I know, I know, but you know what? That, oh, this needs to be spoken about. Being in the because this and has them happened. Saying, yes. We can't get it in. I've got to go to the pediatric yes. one. You listen to all the people that are going to message us now. Because oh, wow. I know. So when you go to your GP, gynae, whatever, and you're hitting 50, maybe say to them, Is I don't want this to happen. Because then yeah. she said that and he, her gynae was like, oh, well, I could have given you cream a couple of years ago. Oh, oh well, well, thanks for telling fuck me. Fuck off, mate. That's your one job. But also, side note, I swear to God, an old white dude invented yeah. a speculum. Oh, come on. There must on. be a better way to do a pap smear. In fact, that's all happening now. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Okay. So atrophy doesn't mean like the muscles have died or something. No, but we're talking it can and, contract yeah, and, and get it's, dry. It hasn't. Yeah. It's it's too dry. Yeah. So I don't know that once you've gone through menopause completely, if it sort of relaxes again a bit, but yeah. I know it's a really big thing. And I know a few of my friends who are probably five or 10 years older than me had huge issues with it. Yeah. And it really affected their marriage. Well, so, and it would really affect your self-esteem. Yeah, their self, yeah, and their self-worth. So go and find out about it. So okay. thanks for warning us. Yes, um, thank you very much, yeah, Lisa. Yeah. Um, so Lisa, how to choose a dating app. Look, I'm going to forewarn you that I will not be telling you which dating app to no. choose because I think it really depends on what you're looking for mm. and I can't confidently mm. – I haven't used them all. So I can't mm. confidently review them. Mm. Um, I'll give you a list of the ones that I know about. So there's Tinder is probably the most popular, mm. biggest one. Mm. Bumble, mm. Um, Her, which I think you're looking for dudes, so that won't be relevant to mm. you. Plenty of Fish, Silver Singles, there's Raya, there's eHarmony. Mm. All of them have different um, levels of expense. Yeah, Okay. All of them have pluses and minuses. Mm. Like I haven't used eHarmony, for example, but my impression is that that costs more. Yeah, I think so. Um, than some of the others. Because they advertise quite heavily, so it must be expensive. Unfortunately, I think you've got to try them, you yeah. know, and you end up settling. Like I've said before on the podcast, for me, I reckon the best ones that I have found have been Bumble and Her. Right, yeah. All right, and that's, I don't know if that's because of what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. But I think I've actually never tried Tinder, but I think you've got to try some of them. It can get expensive. I reckon. So maybe just try one for a month. Yeah. Surely they have a month fee and then. They do. So yeah. they, but it's not cheap. They're like 40 bucks a month. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if you're on two or three, that's way too much oh, yeah, money. Way Even too much. 40 a month is a yeah, lot of money. Yeah. So maybe just give it a try for a month. Mm. And then if you're, if it's not working out, try a different app. Mm. Um, in terms of actually doing your profile, I think the first thing is you got to do photos. You don't have to put makeup on if that's not your I thing. I don't think so. No, look, 
tiny bit of tinted moisturiser probably wouldn't kill anybody, only because sometimes the photo's a bit mean and you look better in real life. Yeah, you can wash but, you out. Yeah. yeah um, you just need to find a couple of good mates who'll take some yeah. photos of you doing what you do. Yeah, I think she said she's got three kids, didn't she? Well, she said she's got kids. She's got a baby daddy, so she's yeah. got kids. Yeah, well, your kids will be perfect at I don't know. Photos. I mean, depends on their age and whether or not. Mm. But, you know, you're 56. I'm assuming that they're not little, little yeah. kids. Yeah, Um, Get them to take some yeah. photos of you. Yeah, they're You know, at. or if you've got a friend or a workmate mm. and you're just going to have to get over it. Like I can, I can feel your resistance. Oh, yeah. You know, I have had friends like this. I can't, I can't look at it, I can't do it. Just fucking deal with it. Yeah. It seems to be the way people meet. So unless you want to join Bunnings Club or whatever, yeah. you're going to have to. But yeah. also you can't. You it, can't do it without a photo. You can't do an online profile without photos. No, no. You can't put one photo of a close-up of your left eye, <laughs> which people do. You know, it's like they go, I know I've got beautiful eyes. Yeah, no. I'll just put my eyeball. No, no, no. You've got to put five or six yep. photos. Yep. The people looking at you yep. need to know if you're their jam. Yeah, that's right. All right. So don't. I don't, I don't know how you have to, to do say it. this without sounding harsh. You've got to get over it. it. You're going to have to do it. Yeah. Yep. Send us the photos. We'll tell you. Yeah, we'll tell you. Yeah, for sure. You, you can to email them to us. Yep. Now, do you think it's the choice of app or mm. the profile that affects your chances? Well, I am reckon it's probably 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if you just find an app that you like first and then tweak your profile. I don't know. But you know what? I'm, mm. You really want to go in all guns and egg, bar- isn't it? barreling, don't you? Yeah. Like, I've blazing. Blazing, yeah. yeah. You want to have it all ready to go, but, you know, everyone must tweak. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you can sort of tell, like I remember going on one app and within a couple of days I had like so many messages and I'm in no way shaming sex workers but I had so many messages from sex workers. I thought, oh, that's what this site is. Right, right. You know what yeah, I mean? I, like yeah. I hardly had any inquiries that were in, in any way kind of romantic relationship yeah, okay. based or so anything like, like that. And I thought, oh, God, well, this isn't the app for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it might be like we talked about Grinder mm. previously. Mm. Um, I mean, I do know guys who've met on Grinder mm. and end up in relationships, but there'll be some apps that are more yes. hookup based. Yes. So it depends what you're looking for. Mm. But I think you can only really work that out by trying them. Like yeah. I read articles yeah, okay. that recommend it, but those articles, half of them I reckon they're sponsored. Yeah, and they're written probably by 25-year-olds. So. Yeah. Oh, you should go on so-and-so. Yeah. Well, then you find out they've bought yeah, an ad yeah, for that yeah. online magazine. Like yeah. I don't trust it, frankly. No, no, no. Just you've got to give them a try. Yeah, give them a try. And don't rule out guys at the RSL. No, is all I'm don't saying. rule them out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for writing in, Lisa. <laughs> Dear Kelly. So Kelly is Kate and Nelly combined. This yep. is our agony aunt. Yep. One of our lovely listeners, Andrew, has written in. Would you mm. like to start off? I will start. Hey, Nelly and Kate. First up, thanks for sharing the real, endearing and uplifting side of all things possible after separation. You're welcome, Andrew. Yep. I love your podcast. Okay, so I'm a gay, white, middle-aged male and I often <laughs> chat to my clients about them. Long story short, I'm a psychotherapist that helps folks with relationships, sex, gender and sexuality. Side note, mm. how many like psychologists, psychotherapists, psychiatrists yeah. are listening to this podcast? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I like it. Yeah. I'm often struck by the pride that some folks in an unhappy marriage have about tenure of their relationships. Mm. 
E.g. John and I have been together for 29 years and yes, there's been rough spots, but 29 years, some of our friends only lasted for 15. (laughs) (laughs) 29 years. (laughs) It's not a competition, Mm. especially if you're not happy. Yeah. Who wants to win that? So Andrew goes on to say, it gets me wondering about the power of, and he's coined this phrase Mm -hmm. and I love it, Tenure pride, Mm. in brackets made that up. Mm. Does our sense of self and pride Mm. about how long we've been with someone have an impact on our decisions Mm. and choices? Food for thought and would love to discuss or hear your point of view. Mm. Best regards, Andrew. I think it does. Hell yes, it does. 100% because two things. For me, I didn't want to have my 30th wedding anniversary, right? So I was like, I'm leaving before that milestone. Yep. Because also people would be, oh, 30 years. So, you know, I left just before 29. And then the other thing, the flip of that was how can I change something I've done for 29 years? Everybody knows us together. Yes. And I've had more and more friends say to me, I can't imagine you not with him. Yes. You know, as anything else, you're, you're his wife. And so that's they struggle. Or I can't imagine you single. I can't imagine you single. Mm. I can't imagine you with anybody else because yeah. that's not the Kate that I feel like I know. Yeah. But in my mind, I was mm. single for a while. You mm. know, the relationship mm. was over before it was over. Mm. So I think it plays a huge part because if not that a six month relationship can be just as painful as a thirty year one. But mm. yeah, I think it's hard at twenty nine mm. years to go. I'm calling this. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I think what he's talking about as well, I think in the context of that fabulous pr- phrase, mm, tenure, tenure pride, pride. Yeah. is that that can also be a trap. Mm. You know, so if someone comes into his office, he's a psychotherapist mm. and goes, you know, I'm miserable, they're not right for me, mm. you know, they hurt me or mm. I hurt mm. them or I'm bored or whatever mm, it mm, is. Mm. But we've been together for 25 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> You know, as though that counteracts. Oh, you mean, have you been miserable for 25? You might not have been miserable for 25 years. even if you've been miserable for a year or five years. Yeah. Yeah. But that could be a real barrier Mm. um, and it can be that pride, Mm. you know, pride cometh before a fall, Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff, Mm. the idea of going and telling your mum, oh, I'm walking away from a 10-year relationship. And especially if... I didn't make it. My mum or your mum or your aunt knew that there were rough patches and you seemed to get over them. Mm. Like, but it, it's all good now. Well, worse, especially yeah. if they had rough patches yes. and didn't leave. We've all had rough spots. <laughs> yes. We all get through them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we've discussed this before, but I find it remarkable. And I always have, even when I was in a long-term relationship, that people, we uncritically as a culture celebrate longevity. Mm. Oh, my God, they were married for 70 years. Mm-hmm. Was it a good marriage? Yeah, that's right. Were they happy? Were they happy? Not mm. even were they happy. Were they good to each other? Yes. Were they you know? kind like, of humans I for being in that marriage? I want to know the yeah. quality of the relationship. Yep. yep. And I really have seen people mm. have our, our beautiful caller we had a few episodes ago mm. whose um, lovely second husband passed yeah. away. So that's the love of her life. Yes. She had him for three years. Yes. What does Tenure Pride say about her yeah, relationship? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because to me it sounds like. Magical. Yeah. I but it was three years. Yeah. Yeah. And she's loved and lost rather she's than loved just and been. Lost. But I've been doing this for 35 years or yeah. 20 years or, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, what, I, well, maybe you just stayed because you didn't have the balls to leave. Maybe. Maybe that's I another think that's way to look a lot at of people. <laughs> so, Andrew, I think yeah. Kate and I are in furious agreement with you. Yeah, I love Tanya Pride. I think Tanya Pride can mm. be, mm. can keep people trapped in relationships mm. that they 
would otherwise leave. Yeah. If we had different narratives about yeah, being single. Definitely. And it's a kind it's a false pride. It really is. Because time served yeah. is not the same thing as quality. No, it's not. It's really not. And you know what? Getting out early on parole is quite good. <laughs> I mean, how many jokes? It's like we have this underbelly of jokes in society, though, don't we? Oh, you get less for life. You get less for murder. I know. So there is this kind of, like, jokes are very revealing. Yes. There is a kind of idea that Mm. it is a trap. Yeah, there is. Tenure pride is a trap. Yeah. But we also don't like to face the truth of it. No. No. We're still uncritically going, all right, it's your 20th anniversary, silver. And good on you, you know. You've been married for... Fucking 20 years, you get something silver. You should get more than that. But anyway, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Great thank you email, for writing Andrew. in and thank you for listening, Andrew. Yep. Sticky, sticky date. date. So sticky date being, in addition to a delicious dessert, <laughs> the um, perhaps more difficult side of dating mm. and or relationships. Would mm. you like to start off? We've I got will. another listener. Yep. Um, anonymous. Anonymous, Yes. Oh, my God, you two. I am so glad I found you as I sit alone in my house on any given night, chipping away at a hundred-piece puzzle and a gin. I'm so thankful to have you two in my ears for company. I am of a similar vintage, separated for a year and live in Victoria. So let's say we could easily hang and have lots to chat about. Yeah, I'm sure we could. Anywho, my topic I'd like to raise with you is how a year on I'm still missing my ex and feeling little pangs for him. He was 17, He was a friend for 17 years before we got together and then spent 17 years together and had two kids. Oh, wow. So friends for 17 wow. years, then relationship. So 35 Fair. years they've known each other. Yeah. So I miss my friend. Mm. We get along well and manage the kids in a friendly and positive way. But now he has a new young hot girlfriend and the thought of them together is excruciating. Oh, darling. Oh. I broke up with him for various reasons. He was depressed and wouldn't do counselling. God, how many times do we hear he wouldn't do counselling? He wouldn't do couples counselling and told me he'd never change and I had to accept him for who he was. Red flag. Yes. He got a new girlfriend seven months after our separation. Mm. A year down the track, I'm still single and horny as hell. (laughs) I'm on Bumble, but so far Mm. it is fail city. So what I'd like to suggest you talk about Mm. is men moving on really quickly and how much it can hurt. Mm. He's getting it. He has a social life. I have my cats and puzzles, Netflix and gin. Mm. And yes, I'm totally seeing a therapist and I have awesome friends. Ask any of them and they'll tell you how unhappy I was when I was with him. But tell that to my heart. Anyway, love you guys. Off I fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you can feel the pain in there, hey? Yeah. What do you think? I think whoever moves on, it's very painful for the other person. Yeah. And I think probably within the first year it's really painful, but it can be painful five years later. Oh, for sure. And I I've, have got friends in that situation yeah. whose exes have repartnered literally 10 years later. Yeah. And, and they're devoted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for you, you broke up with him because you knew that it was full of problems, mm. and but you still loved him. Mm. And the fact that he then just went and repartnered mm. is, yeah, I just think it's painful and you have to sit with it. And I don't think there's any easy way out of it. I just think it's hard. A gorgeous friend of mine was in a long-term relationship. It was more than friends with benefits but less than 
you know, we're going to be together forever. Mm. But it was serious. Mm. And we're talking nearly 10 years. Right, yeah. And he was adamant that he never wanted to get married and never wanted to have kids. Mm. And they broke up and six months later he was married and pregnant. Yeah, see, pain. And that is, not yeah. only is that like shock, you then start to the, question yeah. the 10 years that yes. you had together. yes. So did, why did you say you didn't want to get yeah, married? Right. You know, all of that was it kind just of me? Stuff. Was it just me? Mm. Was I not enough? All mm. that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Look, it's hard. I mean, look, you've known him for 35 years. Mm. You were in a rela- romantic relationship for 17, but mm. I'm going to say it's longer than that. Yeah, even. and you probably loved him a few years before that. You probably loved him mm. before that. You're only one year out. Yeah. That is not very long. No. That is not very long. There's probably a little bit of shock at the start that yeah. you've actually done it and... Yeah. And for whatever reason, he's moved on. But we don't know actually what his mental state is. No. You know, he might just like someone around. Who knows? You know, we don't know. I mean, I know this is easier said than done, but what he's doing is irrelevant. Yeah, it is. Like, it's actually irrelevant. I know that that's really hard for... You've still made the right decision. Absolutely, you've made the right decision. And your feelings Mm. um, of, you know, there's some Mm. despair in there. Mm. I actually don't think that's about the fact that he really is with someone else. Mm. You're missing what you had. Yeah, and a friendship is hard to lose. It's really hard to yeah. lose. Yeah, and and being a part of a team. Yeah, like when we spoke yeah. to that author, Catherine yes. Mahoney, she said, "I like being a team. Mm. I like having someone with me to make decisions." And um, yeah, so I think for a lot of people that must be really tricky. Yeah, I I can't say I missed that. Yeah, no, that's not my experience no, either, but, but I can, I can it get comes it. up enough. Yeah, yeah, so maybe that's what you're missing too and the concepts and, yeah. yeah. And the other thing I'd note, it, it, got, it takes me back to when we talked about Drew Barrymore mm. and her kind of saying, you know, I look over the street, maybe literally, maybe figuratively, mm. and my ex has now, you know, got a new wife yeah. and they're having Christmas dinner together and the mm. kids are coming mm. over and da-da-da. In other words, in her mind... Mm. They're a whole functioning mm. happy family unit. Mm. And she's like, and I'm a fuck up. Yeah. We have to remind ourselves, you don't know what this relationship's like no, with this you new don't. hot girlfriend. No, you don't. You don't know what she's no. like. You don't no. know what he's like to her. No, that's right. All you know is what you experienced, mm. which was that he had some serious issues and wouldn't do anything about it. Yeah, that's right. And that's you did the, the right truth thing. You and he know. wasn't going to change those things. And one day she'll work that out too. Yeah. But, you know? Still yeah. it hurts and I just want to say we see you and it's horrible. Oh, we totally yeah. see you. Yeah. Um, but if you're going through that, it's really, really easy mm. to romanticise mm. the other person yes. when they're not in front of you. And, and to what disney the relationship. To disney as Catherine mm. said mm-hmm. when we interviewed her. Mm-hmm. Remember what it – maybe even write it down. What are the truths you know? Mm. Mm. Why did you actually yeah. leave? Yeah. You know – that he had depression and would not take treatment. Yeah, that's right. That you were having issues mm. and he would not mm. go to couples counselling. Mm. All right. You know yourself. You said in your letter there were red flags. Trust yep. that. Yep. That's what you know. What you don't know is what's happening with yeah, the new hot right. girlfriend. You don't know. No. And also, have you got a good vibrator? Because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
Because that thousand piece puzzle ain't cutting it. That's no, not cutting it. I think we need to less puzzles, more vibrator. And more time, doll. One year is not yeah. a lot. No. It's not a lot of time. I think no. it can be a lot of time. If you were in a long-term relationship and you really were, it really was Unhappy. over 10 yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, yeah. and you've been letting go, that's a very different very thing different. than if you were left yes. or you made a big call yes. or whatever and one year's not long at all. No. One so more time. Long. Yeah. And don't off your fuck. No. We'd we, love to we, hear from we'll you again. You. Yeah. <laughs> X-rated. Oh, I want to talk about gossip. Oh. Gossip. So much Gossip. Jesus, don't people get their knickers in a twist? They really, really do. I mean, to be fair, you know, long-term couples breaking up is top primo gossip. Yeah, it's good goss. I get that. Yeah. And I don't mind. I actually sent a group message to a bunch of friends the other day talking about something personal in my life and I said to them, listen, can you just do what normal people do and talk about this behind my back? (laughs) Don't involve me. Don't involve me. Yeah. And I don't want to hear the gossip. Yeah. Yeah. So don't tell someone who's going to fucking tell me. Yeah. Because it's very hurtful. I don't want to know. Do you know what? An ex of mine, someone contacted them because they'd listened to the podcast and told them stuff that I was talking about. I wasn't talking about the ex. Wow. But I mean just telling them, oh, did you know? And Nellie went on speed dating. And I'm like, why would you do that to her? I don't know. I like, don't know. Why would you do, just leave them alone? Like yes. I'm trying to be really respectful. Yes. They're doing the right thing by not listening. Yes. I mean, it's just a bigger form of gossip. It's a bigger form of gossip. But it's just like sometimes just talk behind my back. Just come <laughs> on. That's how it goes. <laughs> that's what people do. <laughs> and I want to say also you and I are extremely mindful of our children, of the fact that they probably would have preferred their parents to stay together, that they love our exes and we I love that my children love their dad. I'm really, really grateful. But sometimes when people gossip, the people that get hurt are the children. They're not Oh I, I'm of course. I'm not bulletproof, but I'm you know, I've got a bit of cushion. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, and you're I'm, more robust I am age. more robust. Yeah. So let's just be yeah. mindful when yeah. we gossip that yeah. we might be hurting the people we didn't mean to. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. And so my mum did say to me. Yeah. She said, you know, in the Bible where it says all the things that are sins that everyone always quotes, gossip is listed right there and no one ever says anything about it. Oh, true that. She was very on her high horse. But I was like, true. Honestly, I mean, I love like my littlest one. She loves, she's like, oh, spill the tea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we love a little bit of celebrity gossip oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I honestly don't know how people have the time. I don't know. I'm either. not even kidding. No, like the no. amount of discussion that goes on about things where I think, I do, what? Someone liked a post on Facebook the other day. What? Oh, yeah. Have you even got time to I notice know. that? Or someone said something about me recently and they said, it was a friend of someone who used to be a friend and they know you and they saw you in this place. I was like, what? 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 Oh, no, sorry. I'm not in year nine. Yeah. You tell me who their fucking name was or this is over. And someone said this about you on Instagram. Did yeah. they? Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I wouldn't have even known. Anyway, for those me. of you who are feeling the gossip pain, you're not alone. We you, all go through it. You're definitely not. And I think particularly when you're a long-term couple, yep. then, you know, the the um, the pigeons scatter. Yeah. And people like to make things up because they don't like to hear that relationship wasn't working. Those people weren't happy and they called it quits. Yeah. That's not good yeah. enough. No, that's that's bad goss. Okay. Yeah. Bad goss. Yeah. We want... He had an affair. Yeah. She's gay. Yeah. He's a gambler. Yeah. That's what they want. Yeah. So oh. if you haven't got any of that, boring. Yeah. So then they just make a bit of goss up. 
So. You know, one of the funniest things, so I've actually entitled this little segment Bye mm. Bye Bye mm. um, because I know for a fact that there, because I am on this podcast mm. and I'm talking about the fact that I'm dating women and blah, mm. blah, blah, mm. and people know that my most recent ex was a man, mm. I know there are people kind of going, oh, that's why it ended because yes. she's a lesbian. Oh, yes. I'm like. Mate, I came out in 1992. Yeah, that's right. I didn't meet my ex-partner until 2001 or 2000, Yeah, right? I have been the same person and Mm -hmm. open about my sexuality Mm -hmm. the entire time. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with that. No. But that is a nice salacious. Yes, it's better gossip. Now she's Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you got a great house like her? Because I want to come over. (laughs) You know I'd be more Melissa Etheridge. I know you would. You know I would. (laughs) All right. Actually, speaking of, so we've got a letter. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, Nellie and Kate, just wanted to write that I loved your conversation about sexuality in episode eight. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite in your expected demographic. I'm married in my 30s, but for a while now I've known that I'm bisexual. I've even told my husband. But what I've sometimes wondered is that if I broke up and repartnered mm. with a woman, would everyone make a big thing about it? Yes, mm-hmm. they would. Yes, 100%. I feel like I shouldn't really associate with the LGBTIQA plus movement either, as I'm in no way affected by prejudice mm-hmm. because I appear to be a heterosexual woman. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm looking for anyone right now or intending to be. If we broke up, I'd hate for me acting on being bisexual to turn into the Ross storyline <laughs> from Friends. Yes. <laughs> so his do you remember the Ross? Gay. Tell yes. us the Ross storyline from Friends. Well, his ex-partner was gay and yeah. then he was brokenhearted and, yeah. yeah, everybody knew about it and she went on to repartner but yeah. they had a child together and, yeah, yeah it was a huge storyline. So It was a huge storyline and the way that it was presented was mm. as though that emasculated him. Yes, and that he had no idea and everyone else yes. knew. Didn't you realise when she was shopping at, I don't know, Bunnings? Or when she wore comfortable shoes. Yeah, all yeah. that bullshit. All the 90s yes. kind of stereotypes. So was, yeah. But I think very specifically in this situation, the mm. idea that mm. if you end up with a female partner, mm. that that would somehow be a reflection on your previous male partner. I think the problem is that we have a huge issue with bisexual people and we can't yeah. accept the fact that they equally Exist. like both genders. Right. So, no, if you broke up with your partner now and then dated another man, no one would then say, oh, a few people would, but most people wouldn't say, oh, it's because a year later she met a man because he's already been separated. But if you meet a woman a year later, oh, that's why it was. That's what happened. No, they both float my boat. Yeah. Aren't I lucky? Yeah. You know? That's right. We don't, we still can't, despite our behavior, which Mm. as we've discussed before, every study of sexuality shows that human beings exhibit bisexual behaviour mm. and attraction across their life, yeah. whether they act on it or not. Yeah. Despite that, we're still really uncomfortable with mm. any concept of mm. fluid sexuality. Mm. Can I just say to our beautiful writer, and mm. I did reply to her email mm. with this, I know exactly what you mean about mm. not feeling part of the LGBTIQA plus community. Because mm. I will tell you, having been in a relationship with a man for 20 years mm. and before that having been in relationships with women, having been a big part of the queer community, mm. I definitely felt excluded. Yeah. You know, as though mm. I stopped existing yeah. because well, I did, had a male partner. people stop contacting you? Oh, and- uh, Yeah. Yeah, you lost friends. But even in a public sense. Yes. You know, I remember I'd do comedy festival shows and I would contact the queer press Mm. and go, I'm doing a show and and I had no Mm. um, traction at all. I can tell you 100% now when we do our live shows, they will cover it. Yeah, that's right. So I'm still bisexual. Yes. I'm still the exact same person. Yeah. 
Um, but there can be that feeling. And I just wanted to say to her and anyone else mm. listening, you are 100% part of my team. Oh, 100%. You are in our family, yep, yep, yep. in our single life of us family, mm-hmm. and I will not tolerate any of this bullshit no. of, you know, you're not really this or you're no. not really that or what no. percentage are you or what. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck. No. Right? You've got a husband who you love. Yeah. You're also attracted to women. I don't even need to know that unless I want to sleep with you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> They're the only people you need to know. You're welcome with us. Absolutely. Back Back on on the shelf. shelf. The top shelf. Back on the top shelf. This one's (laughs) going to challenge us. Okay. I bet this is, we're out of our wheelhouse here. Yeah. Who, back on the shelf is publicly single people. Yes. um, That we like to talk about and celebrate. Who are we talking about this week? Well, we're talking about Tony Tone. Tony Tone. Tony Tone, not Abbott. No, (laughs) most of our listeners won't know who Tony Tone is. Would you like to enlighten us? Well, I would. I don't really know who she is either. Tony Tone is a content creator, speaker and author. Her debut debut book, I Wish I Knew This Earlier, Lessons on Love, became an instant Sunday Times bestseller. Her second book, Take Note, Note, Real Life Lessons, will be released on November 2022. In 2021, Tony featured alongside her family in Channel 4's High Life, a docuality series following the lives of a young group of young, ambitious British West Africans. In the same year, she presented her very own podcast, Money Moves, a toolkit to give young listeners confidence about managing their relationship with money in collaboration with BBC. Mm. Now, she came on my radar because my teenager, I think, might follow her on TikTok. Right, right. I think it's a TikTok thing. So. You know, when I hear content creator for someone our yes. age, I'm not going to in any way shit on that, but no. I don't get it. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't really get it. All yeah. I know is that she must have a really big social yes. media Following. presence yeah. and she's a big yeah. influencer. She gets money that way. Um, and my teenager showed me a tweet of hers. Would you like to read it out? Mm. I've travelled alone, been to the cinema alone, had food in a restaurant alone, shopped alone. Even when I'm in a relationship, I'm more than happy doing things alone. Don't let anyone suggest to you that loving your own company isn't a flex. It is. Yes, girl. I love it. How it much really, do you love really, that? I love it. It is a flex. It's a massive flex. So next time you go to that restaurant and you mm. feel like weird because mm. you're sitting at that mm. table by yourself ordering your gnocchi, yeah. you go, this is a fucking flex. It is a fucking flex. Next time you walk through the front door and there's no one at home. Yeah. Beautiful. Or you go and watch, as I'm going to do this week, Elvis, the movie. Yeah. On your own and you walk in with your own bloody popcorn and your giant DC Diet Coke. Yep. You go, I'm channeling Tony Tone. Yeah. This is a fucking flex. (laughs) It is a fucking flex. Send us photos of yourself on your own. (gasps) Oh, (laughs) That's what we want. We'll have a whole thing on our Insta stories with people on their own. If you send us in, if you email at theoldmiles at gmail.com and you can find it on our website, if you Mm. email us pictures of you doing your thing on your own, going to the movies, going to wherever you go, things that we associate with couples, I I will make a page on our website for it. Awesome. Traveling? Love it. Yep. Remember that fantastic caller who after her breakup went to England on her own? Yeah. Fantastic. Do it, girl. Do it. Send us photos. We want to see it. So let's channel the Tony Tone vibe. Tony Tone vibe. Great flex. WTAF. Oh, shit, you're going to love this one. (laughs) You are going to love this one. Bring it on, Mole. All right. You remember, Mole, Mm. back in the day Mm. that we had bases. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Again, I reckon influence of... Porn. Yeah, <laughs> and American TV was first and second base, wasn't it? First and second. So what's first base? Well, I'm not so sure. So we're going to clarify. I think first base is kissing. 
Do you think that or is it holding hands? I thought it was holding hands, right. but I did some ridiculously <laughs> – like I went down the rabbit hole, right? I did you don't a, want to deep see a Google dive, history. deep dive into this subject and you are right. It is considered mouth-to-mouth kissing, mouth-to-mouth kissing, especially French kissing. Right, a bit of tongue. So kissing with tongue. So I'm going, if you peck someone and hold their hands, is that not a base? You just walk into first base. <laughs> I personally would consider that a base. I think that's quite intimate. Very intimate. I think sometimes it's more intimate walking along holding someone's hand. Oh, my God. Imagine if you went on a first date Mm. and you went to a play Mm. or something or the movies or something like that and you held hands sitting next to each other. That's a base. Yeah, that's a base. Anyway, according to the internet, it is not. (laughs) There has to be a passion bowl. Right, okay. All right, what would second base be? See, this is where I get confused because I'm like, well, after passion – like, you know, fondling. Like is, is, is a home base something goes inside something? So home run, let's jump to the end. Home run. First base, second base, third base. Home run is full now. There will be a heteronormative yes, assumption yes, here yes. that it is intercourse. It's penis yes. and vagina. Well, sex, right? whatever your sex is. Yes. Home base is scoring. According to the internet, it's full penetrative sexual You know what it should be if you're into it? You've had an orgasm. If, yes. that's your, if that's your jam. Or I think the way I saw someone else describe it, something goes in somewhere. Something goes in somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But in sort of, I was going to say lay terms. I did not mean that. <laughs> Labia terms. I did not mean the pun. <laughs> um, but in, in the general ether, yes, it it's means penis in vagina. Yes, yep, yep, um, yep. Not even, interestingly, penis in bottom. No, just vagina. Penis in vagina. Anyway, yep. that's the home run. So first base, kissing, kissing. home There's run. There's a long gap between first and fourth, <laughs> isn't there? <laughs> second and third base. What's second base, Okay, reckon? so, well, I, I, because I think it would be maybe it's boobs. <laughs> yes. Maybe I've felt, I've felt your boobs yes. and I'm sorry that's only if you've I've got boobs with a woman. And, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what what homosexual men second base is. Well, I mean, they've got Maybe boobs. it's nipples. They're just yeah. smaller. Yeah. A bit, bit of nipple play. Well, The general consensus, I have rounded it down to three things. It's skin-to-skin contact. Oh, so your clothes are off. So there'd be some clothes off. doesn't have to be all clothes off. But some skin would be touching some skin. Dry humping. Oh, well. Mad for a dry hump. Mad for a dry hump. And or being felt up. Yeah, being felt up. So it might be over the clock. You might oh, have a cheeky. Oh yeah, it's feel very of the high school, isn't it? <laughs> you know, and the rub between on your jeans. You can't feel anything, but I'm you still might got my hand there. Slip a hand up a shirt. Oh yeah, but it, the, you might not take the shirt off. Yeah, over the bra. Over but the under bra. the shirt. Over- oh God, remember those days? <laughs> <laughs> That's second base. Yep. Third base. I'm calling. One Night in Bangkok, which is one of my favourite songs, you know. I get my kicks above the waistline, (laughs) sunshine. God, I love that song. So Third base is below the waistline, under the clothes. So it's fingering. We're talking fingering, we're talking hand jobs, we're talking something involving probably hands, mouth and... Oh, mouths as well. Well, where are we putting that? I mean, I'd put that in a home run. I think oral should be in the home but run. But according to the internet, it's third base. Probably because a man wrote it. But um, I mean, it's very heteronormative very, to assume that. Yeah. I think if you're giving someone a blowjob, yeah. that is sex. A hundred percent that's Surely. sex. Yeah. Anyway, that's anyway, the internet's okay. definition. We don't have to accept it. <laughs> but we basically go from kissing to being felt up to being... 
fingered. Fing- <laughs> I was going to say loosely fingered and then I didn't want to say loosely and fingered in the same sentence. To whatever your version of the, the full the shebang full sh- is. Yeah, yeah. And that could vary. Yeah, of course. Depending on who's involved. Yes. But let me end with what is a strikeout? <laughs> strikeout! So strikeout's when you didn't get any of them, isn't it? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you didn't even get a holding hand. You, you didn't even a get a patch. <laughs> you had a crack. You've swung. You've swung at the ball and you've got a it's no deal. No deal. You have to bum, walk. Bum. Go on. Off you go. Back to the bench. Yeah, you don't get three. You're <laughs> you gone. don't get three. You're gone. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. What do we say? Rate and review. Rate and review. Tell your friends. Yep. Send us photos of you single. Send us photos of you doing single shit. Yes. Sign up for to become a subscriber supporter. if you want a bonus episode. Yep. Find us on all the socials. We're there. Faye runs them all. She's awesome. Thank you, Faye. And, and um, we'll be back next week. Keep being great. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we would like to thank our producer, Joshua Jones, who has to listen to all this and then edit it. Well, and also you're his mum. I'm his mum. I borned him out of my vagina. Oh, my God. So he has oh, to. Oh, he has to hear vagina. Vagina, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. We'd also like to acknowledge the wonderful Casey Bonetto, mm. who not only wrote our jingle. Which but is fantastic. Sang it, played it. It's did incredible. Everything. We are so grateful to Casey Bonetto and for our artwork. Kat McInnes. Kat McInnes. It's the most stunning artwork ever. Oh. She has also done all of Nellie's books, if you've ever yep. read them. She's an incredible illustrator who actually lives quite near to me. She's the best. Yep, she is the best. Check out the rest. Yep. And, of course, last but not least, the wonderful Faye Younger, who basically just holds our shit together. Yeah, she does. Yeah. 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 Producer credit. Thank yep. you very much, yep. Faye. Yep. And if you love our Insta, it's all down to her. Thanks, Faye. Bye. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nellie and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous.